Welcome to the ChatGPT Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. I just released a bombshell investigative podcast piece about inflection AI and the dangers it poses to humanity. This is right on the back of Inflection raising $1.3 billion and becoming the second most funded AI startup behind OpenAI. The episode is called Inflection AI Raises $1.5 Billion, Thinks Ecology is More Important Than Human Life. If you haven't listened to this, I urge you to listen to this critical episode. I'll leave a link in the description to the podcast and a corresponding article with the full transcripts of my conversation with Inflection's Pi chatbot. Today we have some very interesting news stories relating to Microsoft and AI. The first is that there is rumors they are developing their own cutting-edge AI chips essentially to close the gap between themselves and AWS, and we're going to talk about some internal documents and why those were released and what it looks like they're planning on doing. The other thing that's really interesting that I wanted to cover first off is the fact that Microsoft has just announced a free generative AI skills training course to help empower learners. Now, this is something that's really cool because um, I think they're doing this through LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a company that Microsoft acquired. LinkedIn's getting close to 1 billion users. And um, so it's obviously a very big place, one of the biggest places for business professionals to connect. And recently, Microsoft, um, essentially in what some are saying is a bid to facilitate better understanding of AI, they've unveiled this new AI skills initiative as part of their, um, their whole like skills for jobs program. And so they're teaming up with LinkedIn, you know, one of their subsidiaries. And they have launched this new learning pathway. It offers free intro courses to generative AI. And it's really kind of aimed at equipping workers with some of the more essential AI knowledge um, and helping them to understand um, AI frameworks in general. So if someone successfully completes one of these courses, they're going to get a valuable career essential certificate, which is probably going to go on their LinkedIn profile, right? Um, And this is making it a really interesting, uh, a really interesting play for a lot of different people. I think the significance of AI talent right now can't be understated. Virtually every company is looking to integrate AI into their companies. Um, And so making sure that whether that's, you know, you're looking for a new job or you're trying to, you know, stay relevant within your current job, making sure you have knowledge and skills in the AI space, I think is incredibly um, useful. And so I think this is a really, uh, the really useful um, course that they're giving out. So I think despite having approximately 420,000 AI and machine learning, big data, and analytics professionals, um, there is still a very substantial 51% gap between the demand and supply for that kind of talent in the United States. So there is massive demand right now, um, and a lot of people are looking to implement this into their company, and so they're looking for these people, and I think this is a great way for Microsoft to kind of you know, get in. Obviously, um, everything AI is a massive focus right now for Microsoft. Another interesting, you know, piece of news is the fact that Business Insider says Microsoft is currently developing their own cutting edge AI chips. So right now they're investing on not just AI companies, but I feel like Microsoft is really investing on a whole spectrum of AI solutions, right? We see them investing in, you know, literal AI companies like OpenAI, but they're also investing in, you know, what some people might call the picks and shovels of AI, which is the the chips themselves. And then people are, and then investing in the actual education and 
um, you know, knowledge kind of industry around AI, which is, you know, literally developing courses to help spur this entire industry forward. So I think this is a really big move for Microsoft on a lot of fronts. They have a lot of gears turning, but something cannot be understated. And that's the fact that Microsoft is absolutely all in on AI. They're hitting this from every angle in every single company. And I think this is a really good example of what corporations and companies need to be doing today if they're going to stay relevant. It's not just like, you know, we integrated one AI tool into our company or we integrated one thing into some facet of what we do. You need to have AI periphery into every single department, into every single thing you're doing, especially in tech, if you want to stay relevant and you want to be able to automate and stay ahead of your competition. So um, as far as talking about what Microsoft is doing with their AI chips, I think this is really interesting. Essentially, um, they're betting that for long term growth, um, they're betting that making these AI chips is going to be one of the big plays that they make. They said that this is going to add $10 billion a year by 20, I believe 2030 to their overall revenue. And these documents were released on Monday by the FTC because it is currently suing Microsoft. It's trying to block their $70 billion Activision Blizzard deal, which is a gaming studio that Microsoft is trying to acquire. And they're having some, you know, regulatory troubles uh, doing that. And so it's interesting because with that whole regulatory lawsuit, a lot of really interesting internal business documents are getting leaked right now, or I guess not even leaked, but they're getting put out there as part of the as part of the case. And so we're, we're getting a lot of really juicy insider information into what is going on inside of Microsoft, what they're focusing on. I think something that's really interesting to look at in this play is just the fact that um, AWS, who has long been kind of this cloud market leader, is currently seriously lagging behind Microsoft in a lot of their AI efforts, which is not a good look. And, you know, from my personal perspective, I've actually had some experiences and heard some info from people that recently left AWS engineers there that were making, you know, really absurd amounts of money um, saying that they apparently there's been a lot of uh, management shakeups, a lot of leadership shakeups there. And, you know, some people are saying they're, you know, they're kind of concerned about AWS and its growth potential and kind of where that entire arm of Amazon is going. So that is that is interesting. And, you know, when I see news headlines like this, I feel like there's a little bit of merit after hearing that. But of course, you know, someone that's leaving a company typically is not going to be the person that's tooting the horn of that company. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I think that as far as the chips go, Microsoft is essentially um, they're really betting that making this, you know, first class silicon chip to underpin their cloud and AI efforts um, is going to make a big difference in their business. So according to some internal presentations that that went to the company's board of directors back in 2020, um, it was briefly published this week in the FTC Commission's lawsuit against Microsoft. Um, but apparently Microsoft considered chip development as one of its quote-unquote needle-moving priorities. Um, and so this is an initiative, like I said, expected to generate 20 or $10 billion of new revenue by 2030. And apparently they've been secretly developing this artificial intelligence chip. So this is specifically for AI. The code name is Athena, and they've been working on this since 2019. Um, and so uh, a news article, a news organization called The Information, they first reported on this back in April. But um, it seems that this, a lot of this is being uh, a lot of this information is being verified by this current lawsuit. And I think that it really hopes that this chip is going to outperform the ones that it is currently buying from vendors. Um, and so, number one, they're hoping to save a lot of money on their, you know, high cost AI efforts. Um, companies like Amazon, Apple, Google, they're all already developing in-house, you know, chips. So this is a very hotly contested market. Right now, we have a company, NVIDIA, NVIDIA who is absolutely dominating the market. They passed a trillion dollar valuation recently on their 
um, on their company because of you know the the high prices of these GPUs that people are paying to train AI models. Um, and so you know we're seeing that a lot of this tech that kind of runs the AIs is becoming incredibly popular and incredibly expensive as well right now. And so I think this is going to be really interesting um, to over the next three years. They, you know, so essentially Microsoft plans to add $10 billion uh, in revenue to its data and AI business over that time period, right? Three years. Um, and so that's going to be a total of $26 billion they plan on pulling out of that specific area. And I think this is more broadly really going to contribute to the company's goal. Microsoft, like right now, they essentially have a goal to reach $500 billion in total revenue by 2030. Um, and their 2020 revenue was $198 billion. So they have, you know, a lot of, they, they have to more than double um, that number in the next eight years, essentially. Um, but that is up from $161 billion the year before. So they are, you know, making some, they're making some big moves to grow and they have a lot of plans to grow more aggressively. So according to the, the, this presentation that went in front of the Microsoft board, Microsoft controlled around 16% of the global cloud server market um, in June last year. So one year ago, and Amazon had 38%, Google Cloud had 8%. Um, and this is what they actually specifically said. CEO Microsoft, you know, Mr. Nadella himself, he said, we're currently a strong number two player in the public cloud space. Our priority is to maintain growth above the market rate to extend our lead over GCP and close the gap with AWS. I think this is going to be a really big uh, focus for them. I think that building these AI chips is going to help. And, you know, this data we have is from a year ago. I personally would speculate that Azure has gained in popularity since, you know, ChatGPT came out. There's been a lot of OpenAI and ChatGPT exclusive technology on the Azure platform, which I believe has driven, you know, an, an increased adoption from a lot of companies focused on AI right now. They really view Microsoft as kind of this AI-centric company. And what I think is really interesting about this entire play is that this is not something that just like all of a sudden Microsoft sprung onto the scenes in 2023. This is very meticulous planning and timing that Microsoft has been obviously making these massive investments, right? They gave OpenAI a billion dollars. Um, and then they've also been focusing on building their own chips. I think as soon as the light bulb clicked for them and they saw the massive potential of AI, um, perhaps they saw some demos from OpenAI or other companies. I think there there came a light bulb moment for them where they realized this is going to change everything. And they just started pivoting their entire company's focus um, in every department onto this. So obviously, you know, like a, these AI chips, building these in-house takes a lot of lead time, but they've been working on it for, you know, almost four years. And they saw that the, the big play, the open AI and the big pivot they were going to make. So they started making that investment in there. And so I think that um, they've really been making a lot of moves in the background and now they're kind of like everything's getting put into play. Everything's getting brought out in the open and people are realizing kind of this whole chessboard of moves that they've been, they've been pulling. So I think, you know, AWS obviously has always been the leader in this cloud computing space. Um, but I think that AWS's growth is actually slowing right now. So beyond my, you know, I can just say like, oh, in my opinion, Azure is going to do better. So regardless of my opinion, what we do know for a fact is that AWS is actually slowing down. So it rep reported the slowest growth rate to date for the first quarter of 2023. So they had a 11% increase um, this quarter. Uh, in the first quarter of 2023, and that's down from a 40% growth rate the first quarter of 2022. So like there is some significant slowing in the growth of AWS, 
which is interesting because the entire cloud computing sector is growing, you know, quite aggressively. Um, and so I think it's interesting because Azure, they're according to their revenue. So just based off revenue, Microsoft Azure um, and their other cloud servicers actually increased by 27% for the third quarter of uh, fiscal year 2023. So I think this is going to be, um, I think this is going to be a trend we're going to continue to see. I think AWS is, unless they really get their, their stuff in order, I think that they were, they lagged, right? They were the business leader. They were the market leader for a long time. And I think that uh, a lot of companies are kind of scheming in the background to, you know, usurp them and, and jumpstart them. And AWS is just kind of enjoying that, um, that first mover advantage, almost kind of, uh, you know, just like being out in the front. And so I think that they're really going to need to speed up and make some big moves, especially in AI, if they want to maintain that market dominance. And if they don't want to get completely beat out by a lot of these other players. So I think Microsoft recently told investors that AI revenue added one percentage point to Azure's growth rate, um, which isn't anything massive. Um, and that was in its third quarter earnings call that they did in April. It's going to be interesting to see how that changes, if that's impacted. Um, Wall Street was less than impressed by the AI efforts that AWS is currently doing. You know, they talked about them in a recent earnings call a few days later. And... Uh, Bernstein, who's an analyst, uh, later wrote in a note to some investors, management's commentary around AI on the earnings call didn't inspire a lot of comments or a lot of confidence like some of AWS's competitors. So, right, people are really looking down on AWS right now, thinking that they, they may not have a big play. Since then, AWS has announced the launch of their $100 million generative AI initiative, uh, innovation center. And I think that was, you know, their response. Here's the thing, like when a company makes a hundred million dollar, you know, like, hey, we're going to make this little AI innovation center for a hundred million dollars. This is very small money compared to the overall company and overall revenue that Amazon and AWS are generating. Um, so I don't know if that's really going to be enough to push the needle. I mean, it is a good, you know, show of good faith to their investors that, hey, this is something we're focusing on, even if this isn't something that is, you know, even if it looks like they're lagging a bit, at least it looks like they're trying. Although, in my opinion, they need to make a lot, they need to make much bigger plays. They can't just rely on the fact that they're one of the dominant market leaders. I think we're seeing companies like Google Cloud go and poach um, Anthropic, a major AI player, Microsoft poach OpenAI, a major AI player, and getting them onto their you know cloud platforms. And so I think if Amazon wants to stay relevant, they can't just say, look, we're the biggest that therefore we're the best, so everyone should use us. I think they're going to have to start making some sweetheart deals with some of these big AI models. They're needing to show the industry um, that they are actually willing to play and willing to you know, support the AI industry in general. It's going to be interesting to see what AWS is able to do if they can pull themselves out of this kind of growth slump that they're veering towards or if they're going to let Microsoft eat their lunch, which I like to think they're, they're not going to do. There's going to be some healthy competition here, so... This will be really interesting to see if they have any big plays in the future. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AIbox. AIbox is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs eventually will integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce, so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. 
To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week.